Harriet Tubman is best known as a conductor on the Underground Railroad. In the years before the American Civil War, she led enslaved people to freedom, all while carrying a bounty on her head. Her actions earned her the nickname Moses. In 1896, she spoke at a women's suffrage convention about those years, stating, I never ran my train off the track and I never lost a passenger. Tubman was born enslaved in Maryland in 1822 and escaped to Philadelphia in 1849. She soon returned to rescue her family and to help guide others to freedom, travelling by night and in extreme secrecy. Five years ago, during the Obama administration, it was announced that Tubman was set to become the new face of the US $20 bill. The new bill is taking some time as it goes through a complex design and security feature testing process. But when it arrives, it'll be hugely significant. Tubman, a former slave, would be replacing President Andrew Jackson, who himself owned slaves. Colin Flynn has been finding out more about Tubman. He spoke to Dr. Eric Lewis-Williams about how her Christian faith inspired her to seek liberation for her people. Freedom. One of the songs that the enslaved Africans sang, Oh Freedom, Oh Freedom. Oh Freedom. Oh Freedom over me. Oh Freedom over me. And before I be a slave, I be buried in my grave and go home with my Lord and be free. And before I I'll be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free. Eric Williams is the curator of religion for the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture in Washington, D.C., and has studied the life of Harriet Tubman. When we look at the life of Harriet Tubman, a very large part of her quest to be free uh, was her, her understanding of God and the God that made her. So her Christian faith was central to her quest for liberation. And so for the enslaved Africans, uh, the Christians, they didn't see themselves as enslaved persons. They saw themselves as people who God loved, people who God made and made to be free. Eric, Harriet Tubman has become such a powerful icon for the black community in the United States. How did she become such a strong symbol? Uh, Harriet Tubman uh, looms large uh, in the African-American imagination because of the stand that she took in a time when it was very dangerous to to be black in this country. But she took a stand and... She not only liberated herself, uh, but she uh, continued to put herself in harm's way to liberate others. And as someone who was enslaved, how did she practice her faith? And where did she get that strong Christian belief from? Uh, That's a great question. Um, There is a a scholar who died maybe uh, three weeks ago, actually. He wrote a very important book. Albert Rabito was his name, called Slave Religion the invisible institution in the antebellum South. And in his book, 
he talks about these clandestine meetings that the enslaved Africans would have after they had worked all day and after uh, the uh, those who enslaved them had gone to sleep, that they would, um, as, the, as the spiritual says, they would steal away to Jesus. In other words, they would go out to these secret worship service and they would worship according to the dictates of their own conscience. It was, it was a worship of their own. It was not the kind of practices that were enforced upon them by those that enslaved them, but these uh, secret meetings that they would have. And so uh, the African-American church that we have today owes its origins in large measure to the invisible institution. Isn't it incredible, Eric, that the enslaved black community looked to their Christian faith as a sign of strength and encouragement despite what they were going through day in and day out on the fields or wherever they were, and and they didn't think, Jesus, God, why have you placed me here? Why have you put your people here in this situation? Yeah, and so so thank you for that that observation, um, which to me, it reveals the genius of the tradition. The kind of Christianity that they were taught by those that enslaved them was to be docile, We understand that you want freedom, and it's going to come in the sweet by and by, in the world to come. They were gestured toward a kind, by their enslavers, toward a kind of otherworldliness. Whereas uh, for the enslaved Africans, the world that they inherited was not the world that God truly willed. And so they had to, to take, they had to do something about it. They had to be agents in their own liberation, and that God called them to do it. And Harriet Tubman was one of those who who understood that as a personal call out of, uh, to use the words from the Hebrew scripture, out of the house of bondage. Now, since the Obama administration, there has been much talk about having Harriet Tubman placed on the $20 bill. What is the update on that? Yeah, so that is um, something that is um, quite a vibrant conversation uh, in the U.S. now, especially within the black community. You know, every president has their priorities. Um, And now that President Biden is in office, it appears that there is an attempt to accelerate it. But one of the issues around the time is that it takes, um, because of these anti-counterfeit laws, it takes time for this to happen. And at the moment on the $20 bill in the United States, you have the face of Andrew Jackson. Isn't that right? Yeah. yeah, One one of the things about uh, Jackson, and that was uh, Jackson's posturing toward the uh, indigenous people of the land, and of course, his association with the slave trade, with the institution of slavery, let me say, is part of the American story. But there is another um, story. And that story is one of, of desire for freedom and of toil and labor for freedom, questing for a full and whole life. And I think that the inclusion of, of Tubman uh, helps us to, to lean more into that uh, that story and lean more into a future where um, we're all all should and, and will be free. Oh, free. 
And finally, Eric, what would it mean to you and to the black community there in the United States to finally see Harriet Tubman placed on the $20 bill? Yeah, I think it, I think it would be really powerful for me in, in a number of ways, knowing the contribution of women to building this nation. That would be a very powerful statement. Um, now our greenbacks are all, all men. So just to have the inclusion of a woman, but to have a woman of African descent who lived for liberation, for the cause of liberation, uh, not only to enjoy the sunlight of her own liberation, but to even risk her life so that others could live in freedom. I think that represents the very best of the American democratic tradition. And I'm all for it. Colin Flynn was reporting there on the life of Harriet Tubman. He was talking to Dr. Eric Lewis-Williams, curator of religion at the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture.